Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. The virus that causes shingles is sleeping in 99% of people over 50. It's lying dormant, waiting, and it could reactivate at any time. And while not everyone at risk will develop shingles, it strikes as a painful, blistering rash that could last for weeks. Think you're not at risk for shingles? It's time to wake up, because shingles could wake up in you. If you're over 50, talk to your doctor or pharmacist about shingles prevention. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, hosted by MC8 and Big Steel. It's every Thursday, already a know. podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, Gangster Rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah.
to the voice come on dig me now one and only steve harvey got a radio show first of all i want to say thank you to everybody who uh, offers me uh encouragement with my uh moments of inspiration in the moment in the morning um i, I want to say this to you um a, a lot of times i'm i'm saying the things that i need to hear uh now, I've heard from a lot of people that they really appreciate it and it benefits them and has helped them in so many ways. I thank you for saying that. But you all helped me too, and I thank you for that. You know, I don't have to uh, be in the position I'm in. I'm in this position because of God's grace and mercy in my life. And, um, you know, I work hard. I do. I, I'll, I'll admit that. But I've I've learned over the years that, you know, you got to give God to something to bless. You know, a, a lot of us want blessings, but we ain't got nothing in action. We ain't moving, you know, to, to give God nothing to put his hand on, to touch on your behalf. And that's what I've tried to do. I've tried to work hard enough to give God some stuff that he can put his hands on on my behalf. You know, I take meetings when I ain't really sure how they're going to go, but maybe – Maybe God will go in there and touch somebody on my behalf. I don't know, but he can't touch nobody on your behalf at the meeting if you don't take the meeting. You know, if you don't go and try and make the sale, if you don't put the call in to make the sale, God you God can't touch nobody to make them buy. You, you feel me? I mean, you know, and I ain't trying to make it sound like people around me or I know ain't doing nothing. I'm just telling you that the way I've discovered it. Now, there, there could be another way. I have not discovered it yet. So during my little moments of inspiration, I, I can only come from what I know. And so, but I do thank everybody for the encouragement uh, from time to time that you all send to me in the email bag or I see you out on the street somewhere while I'm moving around. I just want to say thank you too, but I'm, a lot of times I'm trying to get myself through some things. So here's a good one today. Okay, you ready? Uh, everybody and anybody can pray. See, that's the thing about prayer. Everybody and anybody can pray. See, and, 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 and let me say this to you. What you got to lose by praying? What you you ain't got to make no spectacle of it. It don't say you have to go to the center of the uh, courthouse get on your knees on the other side of the metal detector and cry out. That ain't how God work. You ain't got to show out for God. God, God will do all the showing out. You, you, all, you, all you got to do is do. You, you leave the showing out part to God. He going to clown for you. Please know. He going to show you off to, 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 to everybody who need to see it and especially your enemies. So you leave the showing out part to him. You can pray. Prayer, I mean, everybody and anybody can pray. Prayer is for everybody and anybody. Everybody and anybody I know need prayer. Now, if you're not, uh, if you're not applying it, I'm going to tell you, man, you're missing out on something here because you're missing out on something. First of all, you don't have to check with nobody to pray. You ain't got to clear it with nobody to pray. 
You don't need permission from anybody to pray. You ain't even got to tell nobody, if you don't want to, that you've been praying about something. Now, like a cat like me that has seen prayer work over and over and over, I ain't got no problem saying out loud that I'm praying about something that I prayed for this and it came true, that I'm praying that God get me through something. I don't really have a problem saying that because it didn't work for me so many times. And it has never, ever failed me yet. Prayer has never not worked for me. Now, you got to understand something. Sometimes the answer to your prayer is no. But see, I got that too, though. See, I, <laughs> I understand that part of it. That sometimes the answer to the prayer is no. I got that. You, you know, come on, Steve. It, sometimes the answer is no. And I've learned to accept that. But at least now that I know that the answer is no, I can move on to the next step or move on to the to the way he got for me. See, sometimes I pray for stuff I want. And then sometimes the answer to what I want is no. Then I say, okay, well, God, what you got for me? What he got for me way better than the thing I was about to pray for or the thing I was praying for and I got a no to. But but you got to do it a little bit to understand that part. But let's just talk about the basic benefits of prayer. Because, see, prayer is beneficial, y'all. Listen to me now. You're listening to a cat. I'm telling you what I know. I ain't guessing about this one here. This is what I know. Prayer is for everybody, and anybody can pray. But here are the benefits for me in my life that prayer has helped me. And this is not in the order of significance or importance. These are just some of the elements that occur when I pray. First of all, purpose. I find purpose in prayer. You know, like if I'm trying to figure out uh, 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 the mission and the how come, the what for, the why did it, the how to, that that's purpose. I get purpose when I pray. I ask God, what's the purpose? What am I doing it for? What 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 does it matter? He gives me that in prayer. He can't he he gives me that. Sometimes I get direction. Direction is a beautiful thing I get. Okay, which way? Which way, Lord? I'm 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 tossed up. I got a decision to make and I ain't really sure what to do. What should I do? Show me which way to go. Direction. How many times have you needed some direction? Well, that's what prayer does. Let's talk about them again now. Purpose, direction. Here's another good thing it provides. Clarity. Lord have mercy. Man, how many times has he cleared it for me? Showed it to me. Removed some people out the way. Put some people over here. Exposed something to me that I really needed to know. See, prayer work on so many levels. Purpose, direction, clarity. Man, oh, I see now. Oh, oh, sometimes it's exposing an enemy, showing you somebody who's betraying you. Sometimes it's showing you somebody that's just hanging on for all the wrong reasons. Just clarity, man. I thank him for clarity through prayer. Here's another one. Calmness. It just calms me down, man. It It just makes me feel easier to know that I ain't out here dealing with it by myself that I got a power that I done tapped in that's greater than all powers. The, the, most, the most electrifying, stimulating, sensational power available to mankind is your connection with your creator, with God. 
there's nothing greater for you, man. There's nothing, I don't care what you, nobody tell you. There's nothing greater you can do for yourself than get in touch with who made you and find out what your purpose is. Get yourself some direction about who you are. Get yourself some clarity about what you ought to be doing. And then calm down, man, so everything don't upset you. You know, sometimes, man, people be wondering, man, I don't know how you deal with all that. Because I done prayed, man. And I done got me some calmness working in my life to where all these waters that's raging around me and these storms and everything, it ain't tossing my boat upside down. Oh, I'll be up in it sometime. But I'm not turning over and drowning in all this hell. I got a calmness, man, knowing that God is working on my behalf, that he's getting it done for me. And no matter how wrong it looked for me right now, I know God got me calmness. It's really cool to have calmness, man. Here's something else it gives to me, too. Understanding and wisdom. It just makes me go, okay, I got that. I see. Oh, you know what, man? I was tripping on that. Oh, okay, I see. You know what? That's going down because of this and because that happened. Now look at what that, oh, I see how that's working. That's wisdom. That's understanding. You know, and and I heard Bishop Jake say one time, the the closer you get to God, the more friends y'all become, the more he reveals to you his secrets of why he's doing certain things in your life. You ain't going to never get it all. You understand? But just some of the things. Here's another one. Peace of mind. Man, prayer gave me peace of mind. Man, when my mind ain't scrambled all day long. Just peace of mind. Everything come in my mind. Every time the devil throws something my way, man, he ain't got me focusing on that. Because I got God, man. I done prayed about it. And I got peace of mind. So the scrambling technique that Satan used, it ain't up in my head all day. Then it give me strength. Give me the power and the strength to get through what I see. See, sometimes the situation ain't going to get removed. Sometimes you just need strength to just go on and handle it. Because you, you got to lift that weight so you can get stronger at lifting more weight. You know, I'm in the gym with him. And then just one more thing before we get out of here. Just make me feel hopeful sometimes. Matter of fact, all the time. It just always got me, got me, got, got me filled with hope that I know something big about to pop off. That something else about to go down. He just give me hope, man. That's what prayer does. It do all them things. So if you ain't praying, I check into it today. Really, it's such a powerful and beneficial thing to all of us. Anybody and everybody can pray. Just talk to him. Just like just like you talking to anybody or what watch. Watch how you feel. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 18 minutes after the hour. 18 minutes after the hour. Fire. Won't say child. ウォウウォウウォウウォウウォウウォウウォウウォウウォウウォウウォウウォウウォウウォウウォウウォウウォウウォウウォウウォウウォウウォウウォウウォウウォウウォウウォウウォウウォウウォウウォウウォウウォウ
Mm. Oh, I was thinking mm. one word. But yeah, that's yeah. yeah. a word. I know. I'm gonna let y'all have a turn after he does his. Oh, How would I describe myself? Uh, an incredible piece of talent. Piece, I agree with. <laughs> okay, I worded it wrong. <laughs> I left it out there. <laughs> okay. How about you? Describe yourself, Steve Harvey, in a sentence. You describe your uncle. Mm. An amazing individual. I give you that. Nice. Yeah. I give. Well, I, 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 I play that, that works. Right. That works. I'm gonna change what I was gonna say about you then. Oh, <laughs> you're getting <laughs> sentimental, Uncle just been Steve. Uh-huh. Not the dumb uncle. You made him feel guilty, nephew. <laughs> I went down. He was ready though. Yeah. You know what? Wait till his turn. <laughs> when you see where somebody then came from and where they where they are now, it's it's it's, it's amazing, man. His journey, right? The journey. Yeah. People see Steve and, uh, like us, we know the story. We know the journey. And they think it's just instant. Oh, yeah. It's not instant. And, they, and nothing. And they no. think it's way more glamorous than it is, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is so know. much beneath the surface of an iceberg. What do you mean? It's the part that you don't see. Mm-hmm. That allows this beautiful glacier, this mountain, to oh. exist. Oh, absolutely. I get you. Mm. People see your success. That's what they see. What they don't see is what's up under it. And all the hard work it took to the get test. there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, for example, mm-hmm. you see this big yeah. tree, right? And you mm-hmm. think, wow, that's a big tree, a lot of branches on it. Mm-hmm. You know what you never see? The root the system. Root. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy, man. Uh-huh. Mm. It's some bad stuff that happened in that root system that allowed, that caused this big tree to exist. I'm just grateful, man, that God has used me the way he has. And I have not always appreciated the route. Mm -hmm. I want you to understand that. Oh, man, it has been tough like nothing else. But and it's getting increasingly tougher Uh the higher he takes you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, it gets more difficult. It just does. It gets increasingly more difficult. But you get stronger as you go. And uh, sometimes... You're, you're pushed instead of jumping. You're pushed into your, your, your next life. You know, uh, somebody told me that Bishop Jake said, you ever, uh, you ever felt bad about somebody you've hired to do a service, whether it's, you know, uh-huh. any type of service. Let's say he cut your grass. And uh-huh. You got to mm-hmm. know him a little bit and mm-hmm. found out a little bit about his family or something. Or yeah. A guy cut your hair. Mm-hmm. You know, you've been talking with him, find out he got kids, you know. So then his service starts to dwindle a bit. It ain't the same haircut. Your grass ain't getting taken care of the same way. Let's say, you know, your trainer ain't really training you the way he used to. Just somebody that you pay. Okay. Have you ever felt an obligation to this person? Like, man, if I let this person go, what they going to do? Mm-hmm. Yes. That happens to everybody. And But what I heard Bishop Jake say, sometimes you have to release a person unto their destiny. Release them unto their destiny. Because, see, you holding them there, disappointing you and trying to work with them and 
you, it, it's a cr- creating a source of frustration for you. Sometimes you have to le- release a person because their destiny cannot be to aggravate you, to underservice you, to mess up your head, to not cut your yard, to not work the way they're supposed to. Sometimes you have to release a person into their destiny mm-hmm. so they can go be whoever it is they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have to let them go. Is he about to fire someone? He at the job. Oh, I'm fine, everybody. <laughs> Y'all know God. What's, what's, what's this conversation really about? He gonna, Somebody finna get fired. Oh. What you nervous for? Oh, I ain't nervous. nervous. No, doing I'm, your job. Yeah. That ain't yeah. He know us. It'll be Willie yeah. Turner all over. <laughs> See, no evaluation. <laughs> he know you. <laughs> Did you post it in the cafeteria? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. On the I ain't yeah. seen no evaluation. Willie Turner is my hero. <laughs> Willie, can I check. see you in my office? What photon? Yeah. <laughs> what photon? You ain't called me in here all year. What photon? Tom. Boy, say it, Tom. Say it. I wish you would. Ah, turn about hero, boy. Uh, so okay, so you're not about to find nobody. Okay, Shirley, we want to get that point. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you know sometimes you Clarity. say stuff, but you know, mm-hmm. you don't really say it directly to the person. Well, so the bottom line here is somebody ain't gonna make it. <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> we didn't talk about his journey. Oh, he no. talked about his boy yep. said. And around to that. <laughs> Spank oh, slip day. Like used to. Nah. Cut your yard. <laughs> yeah, That's I know a couple people got to let go on into that. So they ain't flying their the, destiny. To their destiny, huh? <laughs> <laughs> go ahead on and jump. Go ahead and jump. All oh, right, now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be a good day today. I anticipate great things happening. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, well, thank you. <laughs> I think. Uh, yeah, when we come back from the break <laughs> at uh, 34 after the hour, uh, you're something funny, Steve. Coming up, well, talk about Black History Month. How about that? Some little known Black History Month facts coming up. Uh-oh. These were always interesting, to say the least. <laughs> you better enjoy this. Stuff you don't even know. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we back 34 minutes after the hour. Uh, We're about to do Little Known Black History Month. It's Black History. And uh, mm-hmm. we've been doing Little Known. Don't tweet us. Yeah. <laughs> don't Instagram. Don't say nothing about it. <laughs> Why? These are little known black history facts. If you want the other stuff, cut somewhere else. <laughs> we are not giving you those. Mm-hmm. We are giving you little known right after this. Oh, oh, oh. All right, who got one? Uh, I got one, Unc. Okay. Tommy. Okay. Uh, I want to tell y'all, Shirley Carl, we want to tell y'all the story mm-hmm. of Brevin Bowman Brookwood back in 1784. Brevin Bowman Brookwood. Brookwood. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a man who really didn't do much but sit on a porch and was nosy. He knew everything about everybody. Mm-hmm. If you borrowed some money over there, he knew about that. Mm-hmm. If you was late on a payment, he knew about that. 
So Brevin Bowman Brookwood really was uh, the first Better Business Bureau that we've ever had. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah, that's how we got the BBB. Yeah, I see. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. I yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. That was Brevin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh. I wouldn't loan no money over there to Mr. Charles. I'm telling you now. He had all the info. All the info. <laughs> Mm-mm. Sally didn't make her payment on time. I'm telling you. <laughs> Better be careful. Mm-hmm. Hey. Who knew Shirley yeah. BBB? Hidden no Bowman Brookwood, mm-hmm. though. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. We got time for a nut? Yeah. yeah. Yes. All right. Look here. Uh, 1898. All year. right. That's mm-hmm. the year. This is uh, Rufus Waddell Gay. Uh, hurt his knee real bad. And uh, he said every time it bend, it hurt. Mm-hmm. Now, Rufus come up with some type of ointment he concocted mm-hmm. and put it on his knee. Mm-hmm. He started calling it being gay. Yeah. He wow. let, well, watch where I'm going now. Uh-huh. He let his boy, mm-hmm. Jericho Mars, use it. Uh-huh. All right? Jericho Mars was using it. Mm-hmm. And actually, a uh, Rufus Waddell Gay died. Oh, but wow. Jericho put it on the market. Mm-hmm. Jericho Mars did as Ben Gay. Been making all the money. Now, watch me now. Mm-hmm. The Marvin Gay family mm-hmm. uh-oh. Is, <laughs> is kin to Rufus Waddell Gay. No. Uh-huh. And them found out about oh, this ointment <laughs> that belonged to their relative. <laughs> all right? And, and 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 they now calling the Mars family uh, about this problem. Bruno Mars done got a call. <laughs> <laughs> now here go what's gonna flip it now. Uh-huh. Robin Thicke called Bruno Mars and said, "Let me tell you something. <laughs> you about, about this doggone gay family. You better settle out of court. Or I promise you, you're gonna be bankrupt." Man. So Man. this right now is on the table with the Mars and the gay family. Mm. That mm. right mm. there mm. is some little known black history wow. that you did not know nothing about. Wow. 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 Dates all, all the way, way back then. Yeah. Man. 1898, sir. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. pretty good that Thomas. So that ought to had to do it for this week's edition, today's <laughs> edition of Little Known Black History. <laughs> Yes, sir. Man, I can't look at Ben Gay the same. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Go ahead, boy. Ben Gay, boy. Hey, man. All right, Bruno, Bruno Mars. You better get it together, partner. That's my favorite. Well, that wraps up another edition of Little Known Black History Facts. <laughs> Things that keep y'all going throughout the day. We'll be Carla. back tomorrow with Mo. A whole Carla. lot more that you didn't know before. Here we go. <laughs> That's ready. Oh, yeah. Coming up next, it's run that prank back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we back. Uh, coming up at the uh, top of the hour, mm-hmm. we got Miss Ann. We got the strawberry letter. No, mm-hmm. and then we'll have. Uh, mm, I don't know. It's just well, gonna be Miss Ann then. At the top of the hour, Miss Ann will be here with today's headlines. But right now, we're going to run that prank back right after this. Nephew, what you got? Valentine's. Oh. 
from yeah, yesterday. From yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here okay. you go, baby. You need this in your life. Mm-hmm. From the book of pranks. Hello? Hey, I'm trying to reach uh, Travis. Yeah, this is Travis. Hey, Travis, check this out, man. This is Kendrick, dog. I'm trying to ask, uh, I wanted to reach out to you, man. Hey, man, do you know what you're getting, uh, what you're getting your girl Diane for uh, for Valentine? I want to make sure we don't get the same thing. Who is this? This this, this Kendrick. You want to uh, make sure that we don't get the same thing for my girl? Who? How you know my girl? I, I, no, I work with I work with Diane, man. I'm getting all the uh, ladies something here in the office. I'm going to get them all something. got to get nothing for my girl, dog. Talking about what? Nah, 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 hold up, dog. Hold up. Listen to me, man. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get something for all the ladies in the office. Nah, I'm just going to get nothing for my lady. You can get something for everybody else. I don't know about what you're talking. Trying to get some. You talking about what the? Tell your name is again. No, my name Kendrick. Well, my girl ain't never mentioned no Kendrick. Hold on, let, let me call. No, no, hold on, hold on, dog. You, 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 you rolled up too fast. What I'm trying to do, man. I'm just trying to get all the little ladies something, man. Just a little. Hey, hey, hold up, dog. Hold up, dog. Doing the most. You doing some right now? You ain't got to get. For my lady, you understand me? Hey, hey, dog, why, why you coming at me sideways, man? I'm, like I say, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to get, you know, you know, show my appreciation. I work with them, man. Just show them a little love, and I want to make sure I wasn't getting the same thing that you might be getting them for. Uh, no, no, you doing Valentine? Yeah, I'm telling you, dog. I'm telling you, don't with me, man. Don't with my girl. You ain't got nothing to do with my girl. You ain't got nothing to do with her. All right? Let me call her, dog. Who the, who the hell? What you say your name was? My name Kendrick. You simple. Better leave my girl alone. I know that's for sure. Hey, 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 you ain't got to come at me like this here, man. You don't want to come in sideways talking about you trying to get something for my girl, you stupid. <laughs> trying to do? Huh? No, I'm just going to just get a... Hey, dog, hold up, man. No, I was just going to get a... Anyway, man? Huh? How you get my number anyway? No, I got your number from... from uh, uh, There's another dude uh told me he had your number. He the one gave me your number. But, but, but I mean, now, hey, man, what's, huh? what's the big deal, dog? I'm just trying to give her something for Valentine, man. It ain't... It ain't nothing serious. Now, what cubicle you work at, huh? How long you been working anyway? Uh, I've I, I been here about three months now. About three months? What make you think you're supposed to be buying anybody anything anyway, huh? You're probably still on probation. What'd you say your name was again, little? Hey, dog, my name Kendrick, man. But, dog, why, why all the How long you work on, Kendrick? Huh? Why are you being hostile? You being hostile? No, no, you ain't seen hostile yet, dog. I'm trying to say, but that's what I'm trying to do. You know what I'm talking about? No, no, I'm just trying to show the ladies in the office, you know, that I got love and respect for them. Show my wife no love. The time we got enough love around here. You ain't got to show my wife nothing. You simple. What, what floor you work on, dog? I work on the fourth floor. I know they're on the third floor, but I work, you know, they all, we all cool. Man. I, you, I, I don't even understand the hostility, man. How do you know my wife? I just know her by working with her, dog. That's it. So what make you think you're supposed to be buying her uh, a Valentine's gift? Hey, hey, dog, let me ask you, you know what, man, I don't even want to argue. Let me ask you this here, man. Do you think she like Victoria's Secret? Uh, I'm on my way, dog. I'm on my way right now. Well, what, what's going on, dog? What's the deal, man? You think, Victoria, dog, you don't be playing with my family like that. You understand what we've been going through, dog? I'm about to, man, what, you say you are on the fourth floor? Yeah, but, dog, what, what you all hostile for, man? I'm just, what, 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 what cubicle you in? Dog, dog, I'm, I'm on the, I'm on the fourth floor, they on the third, dog, I'm, you know, my cubicle right when you get off the elevator. But why is you tripping, though? Dog, you talking about right now, dog. You ain't nobody buying my no, my wife no toy, your secrets. Hey, you got a girlfriend, a wife or something, huh? You got a, you, are you married? No, no, I got a little, you know, little something, something I'm seeing right now, but yeah, I ain't, you know, it ain't nothing seeing nothing. Get that something, dog. You believe my wife body this. You know what I'm talking about? How, how many people you didn't call with this anyway? No, you the first person I call. I'm the first person you call? I'm glad you did call me, you stupid 
You about to get your whooped out. Don't be, you need to focus on that, that little napperhead, whatever that is that you got on your team. You feel me? You know what I'm talking about? And leave mine out of this. Hey, 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 hold up, man. Hold up. First of all, you know what, man? You finna quit talking crazy to me. That's what you finna, you finna quit talking crazy to me. What'd you say? Wait, hey, no, all, all, all I'm saying is you ain't got to be, you ain't got to be tripping on high style with me the way you acting, dog. That's all I'm saying. What? You don't want to call me talking about you about to buy a, a gift for my, my wife. You leave me and Diane out of your little boo, dog. You about to get your boo, dog. Call me with some like this, fuck. What'd you say your name was? Dog, my name Kendrick, man. All I'm saying is I was trying to be nice to the ladies in the office, dog. That's all being nice. We don't need your niceness around here. You about to get well, that's what's about to happen. Hey, man, you ain't got to have no hostile attitude about this, man. You and my attitude, dog. You just one of them old rude poo trying to get with my girl, Diane. No, I already know the game. I already know the game. You feel me? Diane, you can leave her out of this. I'm telling you, you about to get your in the situation. That's what you're about to do. As a matter of fact, don't buy her a gift. You buy her a gift. And you see what happened. Oh, so, 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 oh, okay, hold it up. Either I can buy her a gift or not. Now, I asked you before, what size Victoria's Secret do she wear, man? Buy whatever you think she wear. Whatever you think she wear, you buy that. Okay, so you cool with me getting something? Yeah, 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 I'm cool with you getting something. Is you cool with me getting a panty and bra set, man? You cool with getting your wax? Right now, now you're back to being hostile. Now, either I can buy something or I can't. Why are you tripping? I don't know how you got my number, but I tell you the truth, man. You better, you better leave my wife alone, dog. Don't, don't even look at Diane. You feel me? Don't even look at Diane. Go get your feet. You don't know you. Okay, dog. Let me, let me tell you this. Can I say something to you, man? What? What? I, I just want to tell you this, man. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your wife Diane. <laughs> your wife Diane got me to prank phone call you, man. <laughs> What? Uh, hey, dog, dog. This nephew Tommy, man, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your wife, uh, Diane. Oh, 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 I'm going to get up. I'm going to get up. Oh, <laughs> nephew Tommy, man. Somebody was about to get up there on the fourth floor. I'm talking about with the cubicle right off the elevator. Today, you a fool, man. I'm going to get her. I'm going to get her. Somebody going to you up, Tommy, man. For real, man. Cold as that this telling you, man, you had me over here about to, I ain't gonna say, I ain't even gonna say, see, you all, you uh, know, yeah. hey, 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 one more thing, though, what's the baddest radio show in the lane? Man, that Steve Harvey Morning Show, man, golly. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, have you guys heard about this? Uh, it was a surprise to me, Nick Cannon uh, someone we all know and love, a friend to the show, Nick Cannon is leaving America's Got Talent. For Th- what? That was a surprise. This comes after NBC executives threatened to fire him over a racial joke he made in a recent comedy special he did for Showtime in a stand-up routine. Uh, in case you missed it, the joke in question was, I honestly believe, this is Nick talking now, once I started doing America's Got Talent, they took my real N-word card. They did. I can't do the real N-word stuff anymore because then they'll put me on TMZ. So then back to the network, the network felt like Nick's joke disparaged their brand. 
He felt like he was being silent. He addressed the issue in a Facebook post. He said, my soul won't allow me to be in business with corporations that attempt to frown on freedom of speech, censor artists, and question cultural choices. I will not stand for it. My moral principles will easily walk away from the millions of dollars they hang over my head. And then he went on to say that nothing, no amount of money is worth his integrity and his dignity. Mm-hmm. Ugh, that's a so shocker, we're, we're, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's it's really a shocker. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> where where, where, where nice he job. working now? Uh, well, he's still doing well, Wildin' Out, right? And, yeah, on MTV. Uh, Real Hus- Husbands of Hollywood, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But he was starting. I'm not going to do them like they do me. I'm just what not going to do it. What you talking okay. about? So. Well. Oh, you mean. You said them. Yeah, you mean you know so many people, man, done done attacked me. Uh huh. You know if they see me look like I'm down, here they come. Yeah. With the attacks, I'm not gonna do it. I know, I know, I know a little bit about what's going on. I'm on NBC. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I'm just gonna let it go. Mm -hmm. Hang in there, Nick. Congratulations. Yeah, Yeah. and hopefully your future's brighter. You know. Congratulations. It it is a shocker, though. Be be free. Yeah. Until you get hungry. All right. Then what? <laughs> Free and hungry, I guess. I guess. If okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Grandma always There are mad, contractual clauses that we all have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In television, especially, but even on the radio. Oh, yeah. Even on the radio. There's uh, behavioral things in all of our contracts. But I have no, let, let me. I have no comment one way or the other. Congratulations, Nick. Now that's not the same luxury I've been afforded mm-hmm. by my so-called friends mm-hmm. or counterparts in this business. But um, I've grown from my experiences, and I've just learned. See, blowing my candle out don't make yours brighter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. So. Okay, well, interesting. Right. You'll be missed. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, with all the love in my heart, please put your hands together for Miss Ann Tripp. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. <laughs> Good morning, everybody out there. Okay, this is Anthropathus. Now, the Trump administration says it was not so much that he quit. It's more like he was fired. The White House says that President Trump lost trust in his national security advisor, Michael Flynn, and that's why he asked him to resign. Flynn reportedly misrepresented his phone conversation with the Russian ambassador late last year, and spokesman Sean Spicer says the president first learned of Flynn's false statements two and a half weeks ago, which is when the White House alerted an administration lawyer that Flynn's conversation included a discussion about the sanctions slapped on the Kremlin by President Obama. That's something, however, Flynn has denied. However, Spicer insists that there was nothing illegal about the conversation. The problem, Spicer says, stemmed from the now ex-National Security Advisor's misleading accounts of the call to the vice president and to others. We got to a point not based on a legal issue, but based on a trust issue, where the level of trust between the president and General Flynn had eroded to the point 
where he felt he had to make a change. And Spicer says the president was not involved in any of this. Authorities in Missouri say that the wife and stepson of a Klan leader have been charged with his murder. A report on the Park Hills Daily Journal says 51-year-old Frank Arcona's body found on a riverbank near Belgrade, Missouri, and that his wife, and Melissa Arcona, and her son, Paul Edward Jinkerson, have been charged with his murder. They say Frank Arcona was the imperial wizard of a group called the Traditionalist American Knights of the Ku Klux Klan. Music legend Aretha Franklin has announced her retirement from full-time touring. Franklin says her life on the road is going to be over after she releases a new album in September. The 74-year-old singing icon has told a Detroit TV station that she will be recording, but uh, that this will be her last year in concert, like going around and stuff, although she says she may appear at some select events. And today is National Hippo Day, National Gumdrop Day. And on this, the day after Valentine's Day, it's also National Single Awareness Day. Okay, now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, thank you, Miss Ann. We appreciate you all the time. Let's go to the phones. Let's go to line four. Talk to Chris out of L.A. Chris? What's up, Steve? Hey, no, what's up? You in a long-distance relationship? Um, <laughs> nah, brother. All right, just want to get that cleared up. It's long-distance if you call um, a mile and a half. Me and my wife been separated since um, the day after um, Thanksgiving, brother. Oh. And I, I just don't know how much more I could take, brother. She's been mean, Steve. Mean. Well, it usually ain't mean for no reason, so... <laughs> yeah. I think she mean because she take out her mama. Okay, that, that, that's that why she. Ain't. Too. But what did you do, Chris? Um, I ain't did nothing, Steve. I've been spoiling her for years, brother. Um, I think she she got this job, man, and it's just been um for the past three years. She she been turning meaner and meaner and meaner. She make more money than you. Um, uh, now. Uh, is the job stressful? Yeah, I believe it is. I, I, I truly believe it is. Like they've been, they had a couple of deaths out there the other day. They had um explosion, so um I know that kind of um took a toll on her. But I've been trying to be there for her, you know. So come on, man. She got a job. Y'all been separated since Thanksgiving. Okay, right, Chris. What you not telling me? Um, I'm telling you everything, Steve. Like I try to love her, you know, and um I'm trying to work through the separation. We went to counseling, man, and she netted up a couple of, um a couple hours after counseling. So I don't know. Okay, so y'all went to counseling because you all were having what problem? Because I left. Because she's been being mean. Uh oh. You left. I left. She was. You left. Right. So the separation was caused by you. Yeah. Okay, so now what you want her to do? Be nice. I love my wife, Steve, but I man, I can't deal with it. I'm old school, you know. I got a um, a woman had to know a woman's place, you know. Oh, oh, wow, wow. Uh oh, that's, that's, that's why that's, right here. That's why you by yourself. That's where we got a problem, man. Chris, there we go. You just keep talking. Woman ought to know her place. <laughs> what? what? Chris. <laughs> <laughs> the Bible, the Bible says that a woman should be submissive to her husband. I mean, it's, it's plain and simple, black and white, brother. It right. also says mm-hmm. what? Wife, Christ treated the church. She can't wear the pants. Love, mm. Shirley. Tell yeah. him the other Bible. It also verse. says, it also says, you know, love your wife as Christ loved the church. And you know, we know right. how much Christ loved the church. Right. 
And I loved my wife. My wife became my wife before we spent the $10,000 on the wedding. You know what I mean? So it's, um, I love her. Chris, I'm Chris. struggling with you, but struggling. It's Valentine's. Chris, you got this Bible verse, man. This Bible verse got you over there by yourself. Uh-huh. Man. <laughs> God, you better know That's your so place. Let me talk to Chris right quick. Chris? Yeah, I'm here. You know, man, Chris, how old are you? 41. How old is your wife? 28. Oh. What? <laughs> what the hell is going on? When you are... Uh, have you read that Bible verse to her, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Steve. We both know the Bible very well, bro. Well, listen. Did hold you on, get? I, huh? Hold on for a second, Steve. Hold on. I don't want you to think that I'm trying to be chauvinistic when I said that. Oh, it's okay. Just, well, well. Let me ask you this. Well, <laughs> Come on, Steve. Take your time now. What is? <laughs> yeah, I, I I know you're saying you're trying not to be, but how you think this sounds? <laughs> I get that. Okay. My daddy says, son, you got one job. Your job is to provide a home. Right. I mean, to your job is to provide a house. Her job is to make it a home. Right. You interfering with the home making process. Uh-huh. Okay. See, you got all these rules about her staying in her place, but your ass ain't in your place. Mm. <laughs> mm. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I mean, it hey. is what it is, brother. Yeah, I know. Bye, Chris. Have a nice Bye. day, man. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, we're back. Uh, right after this, you know who, you know who, excuse me, you know who, who is here with the blog. Now, I don't care, but he does, and maybe you do. Ladies and gentlemen, Eugene is next. Good morning, good morning, Stephen, Tommy, Shirley, Carly, and Junior. Good morning to everyone. I hope everyone had a very, I'm sorry, good morning. What's wrong? Butterfly, butterfly, what's clap going on? Clap on, clap on, brother. Good morning. Morning. I hope everyone had a very good Valentine's, because yeah, some of did. us did not have a very good Valentine's. The blog today is, if it did not go well for you yesterday, break up. That's what it is. Wow. Uh-oh. Oh, oh, man. You sound so bitter, butterfly. And put yourself together a breakup playlist and play it. Just play it all day long. Play your song. On the 15th. What happened? What happened? I will survive. That's on your to playlist? the left, to the left. Everything you want in a box to the left. Oh, uh. Butterfly, you're so emotional today. Unbreak my heart. That's Say on your you playlist? love me again. <laughs> what is he doing? Think I better let it go. <laughs> That's on your playlist. That's on your playlist. Tired of getting beat up by love. <laughs> what happened, Butterfly? <laughs> is wow. it a crime? <laughs> <laughs> this is too much. These are all Bittersweet. Memories. Oh, Whitney. Yeah. That is all I've taken with me. Don't do what me. did he do? No. So goodbye. Yeah, bad Valentine's Day. Please. 
Don't cry. What happened, Butterfly? We both know I'm not. What? What happened? Something happened yesterday. And I <laughs> will always Hate you. love you. <laughs> You're going through. What, what happened? Did she do? You're going to tell us? A, come on. To the end of our road. Oh, boys to men. Boys to men. I didn't hey man, get look, any flowers over. or anything yesterday, and oh. it just, it just, it just. Ugh. You but we don't put any what flowers, candy, gifts, things of that nature. Hey man, I ain't getting none either, so I ain't crying. A bear. Oh, like a Aww. big stuffed animal, a teddy yeah. bear. I love stuffed animals. Oh. So. My blog today is for all of you all that had a very, very terrible yes, uh, a time yesterday for Valentine's. Please get you a breakup list, a breakup playlist, and just run it all day today. Just run it. And give me one damn balloon. Well, well, what happened? Why didn't you get a Valentine's Day gift? Or... I don't know. Was there a dark I don't know. And I've been something? asking. Did, well, did um, you argue about it? Or Eugene. Yes. I know you're not doing this this morning. I know you're not doing this this morning. Why you gotta play his ex music? All I want to say, maybe it's time to go back. I don't want no damn Gloria. You know, like who like you? Yeah, yeah, that's what I do, man. Like who like you? Because it ain't worked out on the other side. That's all. You can't sustain nothing on the other side. It's time to go back. It's just not bad. Oh, oh goodness. Seems like only yesterday. Come now on. He doing this Come song. on, Kathy. I be hell. Turn it off. Be hell, your sweet face. Turn it off. I can't take it. Please, just turn it off. Gloria was your Yes. Aunt. Yes. Let it take you away, you. The memories. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Cut it up, cat. Let him hear. No. Let him hear. Get out. Oh, Jesus. I can't stand you, Gloria. <laughs> it's how you're about to begin with. All right. Coming up next, we're going to go to the phones. Aw, oh, butterfly. <laughs> Uh, people are still asking Steve for love advice, so call us 877-29-STEVE. So You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, 34 minutes after that, we come back, we're going to the phones. Okay, you want to go back to the phone, Steve? Uh, Okay, let's go to line three and talk to Rodney out of Virginia. All dudes, can't you tell? Yeah, a lot of guys, it's Valentine's Day, they want to get Mm -hmm. it right. Mm -hmm. I need help, Rodney. Morning, King. What's up, man? Rodney. Word up. (laughs) How you feeling, man? Morning, crew. Happy Valentine's Day to everybody. All right, Rodney. What's up, Rodney? King, what you got? Well, Mr. Harvey, I, I I finally was blessed by the Lord to bring my queen to me. Mm. After four and a half years of going through agony and everything with an ex, 
I asked the Lord for what I wanted. I got on my hands and knees for four and a half years, and he finally brought my queen to me. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I won't look in, she won't look in. And he brought her to me, Mr. Harvey, and the same with her. She won't look in after four and a half years after divorce, and he brought both of us together. And like they said, don't miss your blessings. I didn't miss mine, Mr. Harvey. And I heard you talk about a place in New York where you can get the value of your ring as far as the the the, uh, the value of it, as far as the money off of it. And I wanted to do that because after they put the ring in my hand 20 years ago because they thought the grass was greener, mm-hmm. I'm going to take that ring, go up New York to the place where you were speaking of. Mm-hmm. I'm going to trade it in. I'm going to get my queen her ring, and I'm going to come out in front of that store, and I'm going to sing Jeffrey Osborne mm. right to her in the front of everybody out there. I'm going to sing the song by Jeffrey Osborne, and I'm going to love her until the day that I die. Aw. Aw. I told Rodney. you, Steve. People think about Yeah, I want to record that and put that on my mm-hmm. talk show. Let's hear him sing. Mm-hmm. Sing a little bit now. Hey. I have never been oh. so much. Go, Rodney. I love it. In love oh. before. Mm-hmm. Yes. What a get it, Rodney. Yes, mm-hmm. You know he had to get in it. Uh huh. Never dreamed of Never dreamed Yeah, Mr. Harvey. I'm going to put it down in New York City. Never, never so much more. He's still all in, Rodney. Sorry. Give him a minute, Rodney. Could see never, right. never, right. never, right. never. Right. <laughs> is much more than they could see. One day, Mr. Harvey, come on your show and sing a song with so you. Well, he got to close it out, Rodney. Hold on. More <laughs> you got to let him have this, Rodney. Put the, put the rough on the end of it. Well, you got to. That's where you oh, do man. it. Yeah, when you can't sing, you got to rough it up. That's where you do it. Put the rough on the edge up. Yeah, over emotion. On the edge We come back after the break. Uh, Tommy, going to have a yes, prank sir. phone call for us. Y'all ain't going to want to miss this one. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, it's 48 minutes after the hour. That's what time it is. Hey, welcome to Super Soul Radio. Super Soul. That's right. We're Super Soul Radio. We slow down the action just a fraction for your soul satisfaction. That's what we do. Hi, I'm Skip Dillard on the radio. 1965. I'm bringing it to you whether you want it or not. Hey, just call me Skip 
the drip. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is Skip the Drip oh, Dillard right here on the radio. Everybody. I like his name, Skip Dillard. I'm going to use his name as my alter ego for radio. Okay. I am Skip the Drip Dillard. Yeah. The drip. Just drip the hits at you. Bloop. 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 All right, I got it for you. Relationship Bloop. departure. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Uh, you ain't hey, ready. sorry to bother you, Tommy. Didn't know you were coming in. Nephew Coon will be back with you. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> what? <laughs> really? Hello? Hey, Brian. Hey, baby. Yeah, what's up? I was, um, I was calling to tell you, <sighs> baby, look, I just... I, I just can't do I this got anymore. It. I got it. Huh? What? What? what hello? You, you, uh, oh, hello? Brian. Hey, uh, Brian. Hey, this is Greg. I know you. I know you was just talking to Val, but this is this is Greg talking to you. It's Brian. Greg right? who? Greg who? Yeah, this is Brian. Greg, I was just talking to my wife. Uh, did you put her back on the phone? Uh, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be able to do that. So, why, hey, why can't you do that, man? Hey, let me explain something to you. Uh, explain. All right, there's some things, you know, long conversations about this. Whoa, whoa, whoa. How you know my wife on a first-name basis like that, man? How you? Who are you? Like I said, man, my name is Greg. Uh, okay. All right, at the airport. Okay. Hey, whoa, airport? Hey, wh- which airport? Hey, wh- why are you, wh- what are you at the airport with my wife for? Hey, let me tell you. Hey, 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 dog. All of this is complicated, okay? It's real. Yeah, it is. Yeah, make it simple for me. Okay. So what I want to explain to you, what I, let me explain to you, man. Nine, we've had a lot of long conversations about this. It's something that she. What? When? When was this? Why, why are you at the airport with my wife? Is with me. And why? Is leaving with me? Okay. What? What? what leaving? And y'all, what do you mean leaving? Leaving me? Oh, hell no. Put her on the phone. Hey, I don't even want to talk to you, man. Put her on the phone. Put her on the phone, man. Look, you need to put her on the phone right now. Leaving. I don't believe that, man. I want to hear her say that. You want to talk to me? I don't hear you saying that. Let me talk to my wife, man, because you, 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 you're about to make it. Yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what's up? What's this dude talking Calm about? Calm down, sweetie. Say something to you, man. What you got to say, man? What you, unless it's, unless it's my wife on the phone, but you ain't got nothing I'm to tell a, me. I'm going to put her on in a second, but let me say this to you, man. Say, say it, man, and wrap it up, all right, because I need to talk to my wife. I just want you to know this, Brian. This is, let me know something. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tommy? 
got me to prank phone call you. you what you mean? Hold on. So, so, okay, if you pranking me, what's up with the airport stuff in the back then? Y'all at the airport? No, bro. Your wife is here at the studio, man. Ain't nothing happening, man. Your wife, hold on, I'm going to let you talk man. to her. Huh? Yeah, yeah. You all right? First of oh, all, are you all right? Man, uh, <laughs> oh, man, uh, it was about to be a murder scene, man. Mm -hmm. Look at me oh. now. now. Now who's the big prankster, huh? <laughs> I got you. Finally. You could have been a little bit more Ooh, subtle so than this. I mean, <laughs> Ooh. You and your you and your brother, you think y'all the only ones can prank people? He like said you and your brother be pranking all the time, man. Boy, man, it's, it's life stuff, though. I just, girl, <laughs> you ain't. Oh, oh geez, happy birthday, got, baby! Man. Oh, you got a birthday oh, coming up? Happy birthday, Brian! This, this, yeah, man, with a great gift, great. <laughs> gift, man. Let me talk to my wife, man. All right, yeah. I, I got, I ain't got nothing to do with your wife. Hold on, please. That, what? Woman, you got me, all right? Don't, don't, you ain't got to go this far, all right? You ain't got to go this far every time. It's supposed to be funny. I did feel a little bad when you kind of started tearing up, but I'm glad to know you fight for me like that. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah. Fight? It was going to be some fight. It wasn't going to be a fight. Oh, girl, just, hey, bring your black home. I'm coming, baby. Don't even stop at red light. Take don't stop track. at red light. <laughs> Tommy, play way Woo, too much, Tommy. Stupid. Way Woo. too much. Man, I got this. Listen up, everybody. If you want to get she some more of this stupid. <laughs> Coming this Friday to Portsmouth, Virginia, it's the Southern Fried Comedy Tour at Willard Hall. Get your tickets right now. Go to Ticketmaster.com <laughs> and get your tickets. All right? Southern Fried Comedy Tour, quiet, baby. Tommy. Here we come. I mean, he just stupid no, for no. no reason, though. But the wife, though. The wife? <laughs> the on the plane? He we leaving now? Got the apple? Pour in the background. <laughs> <laughs> All right, strawberry letter coming up next. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, strawberry letter. All right, subject: I'm frustrated <laughs> and want revenge. <laughs> Tommy, written by Tommy. All right. <laughs> Hello, Shirley and Steve. I'm frustrated with myself, and I need some advice from the best. I recently ended a dramatic relationship with a 30-year-old. I am 37. This man, in the beginning, was the greatest and worshipped the ground I walked on until months into the relationship. He claimed to work in sales and was living with his brother. He claimed to have had a traumatic childhood with a drug-addicted mother and an obsessed father. He claimed to adore his grandparents and was their caretaker. He claimed his mother was found dead a couple of months ago. He claimed to be the most loyal man on earth. This man turned out to be the biggest pathological liar I have ever met. He is worse than my ex-husband and makes him look like a saint. He claimed his father lives in Atlanta as a big corporate giant. Anyway, he is scum of the earth. He lives with his father in Birmingham, Alabama, has been unemployed for years, has nothing in his name, including his cell phone, has a felony record, uses religion to his advantage, and uses a baby mama to get sympathy and pleasure from women. 
He was like a disease that I could not get rid of. He was slowly trying to move in my house and claiming illnesses that he did not have. I found out his mother is alive. His grandmother speaks nothing but shame about him. I'm a bit frustrated because he is on every dating website claiming to be a good, loyal man. I don't want to make this mistake ever again. So what would you have... uh, So what would have been the clues that I was dealing with a psychopath? In addition to licking his lips constantly and nosebleeds, I suspected drug abuse but could never prove it. What advice is there for me and other women when dealing with deceptive men? Wow. Well, the first thing I can say is thank God that you ended this catastrophe before it got even worse than it is. Uh, The advice is is if you suspect something, check it out. I mean, all the signs were there. A lot of the signs. If If you feel something isn't right, it probably isn't. And I'm sure you felt this all through this relationship. Check it out. You cannot ignore these warning signs. I'm sure there were more signs than a lip licking and nosebleeds. But right there, that was really enough for me. Ew. Nosebleeds. I I mean, check something out. Don't just sit there and be docile and let him tell you all these lies. Um, You know what? You don't say how you eventually found out about him. You don't say that. I I wonder what that was. You definitely left that out of the letter. The good thing is, like I said, as you ended it, uh, my advice to you is to do what you're doing. Let everybody know. I mean, let him let people know that he's a liar and you know, write the strawberry letter so we can put it out there if he's on all these websites. But you don't have to get revenge. I'm glad you're out of it. Revenge is not your your main issue. At least you're out of it. Steve? Well, this is an interesting letter to me because even in the deception, if women, if you would just learn to follow your intuition, mm-hmm. which you all have, mm-hmm. how does this sound to you? Okay, let, let, me, let me go down the points. I recently ended a dramatic relationship with a 30-year-old. I'm 37. This man in the beginning was the greatest. (laughs) Oh, really? And he worshipped the ground that I walked on. Uh, Here's Okay, here is the man that was the greatest. Here are the facts. Even if these were lies, listen to the good lies and how you can tell me this guy is the greatest. Number one. He worked in sales and was living with his brother. <laughs> what 30-year-old man, you know, need a roommate? Yeah. Number two, he had a traumatic childhood. This is the greatest guy you've ever met. Number three, he his mother was addicted. Mm. And number four, his father was obsessed. Then he claimed to adore his grandparents as their caretaker. Who the hell wants to take care of two old-ass people when you're 30? Steve. What? No. Where do you fit in this at? Turning people over and washing them and wiping them and spoon-feeding them and all like that. When y'all going to go on a date? You ever notice when y'all was eating there, he reached over to wipe your mouth every now and then? That's because he's good at it. Oh, Lord. Now, why he turned out to be the great? I'm just trying to find. Then he claimed his mother was found dead a couple months oh my ago. God, that oh, was the worst. Lord. That was the worst. Dog, they found your mama dead mm, mm, mm. from what? 
All these are what you described as one of the greatest men in the world. Even if these are lies, which we find out later they are, these weren't even good lies. <laughs> at least you could have had some good lies, Steve. Seriously, man. I mean, you lady, mad at his come lying on. Skills. Right. Now, you want us to, at the end, she said, uh, what advice is there for me and other women when dealing with deceptive men? Hell, listen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You knew. Now, when we get back, I'm going to go over the truth of the matter, uh-huh. which ain't too much better. Than the damn lies he told. <laughs> and then you got to talk about the lip licking and the nose bleeding. I know what that's for. Yes, though. you got to. I already know. Right. I got that. We'll, we'll be back, back 12 after. He'll tell us. We'll be You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Adrian, after the hour, we come back. I'll give you the rapper of the Dragon Ass. Oh, wow. This is Super Soul Radio. I'm in the end. Who are you? Skippy Deal, baby. That's what they call Skippy Deal. Skippy, Skippy Deal. Deal. Yeah, back on the radio. We'll be right back with part two of this damn letter. Whether you want it or not. Oh, they want it. Thank you, Skippy Deal. Mm-hmm. You all appreciate it. All right, now we heard the lies the man told. Mm-hmm. That wasn't good lies. <laughs> Here's the truth about it. He lives with his father in Birmingham, Alabama. Has been an unemployed for years. Has nothing in his name, including his cell phone. Has a felony record, uses religion to his advantage, and uses a baby mama to get sympathy and pleasure from women. Mm. He has a disease that I could not get rid of. Oh, he is. No, he he is. Yeah, (laughs) not he has. Okay, I was going to say, okay. Oh, here, you need to kill him. If we murder, this letter, if you, gonna, you got disease you can't get rid of on top of all that. You already ain't got cell phone in your name. What you ain't finna do is ST, no, STD me to on. death. That ain't what that. you getting ready to do. No, that's what I thought she said. Excuse me, Father God. Because I tell you right now, the damn advice of this letter is over with. It's going to change oh, abruptly. Once you give me a disease that I can't get rid of, your ass needs to go into hiding. Because I'm going to be looking for you till I can't breathe no well, more. Well, thank God she didn't say that. That's okay. A, All right. Uh, calm it on down. Move on. He, then she found out his mother is still alive. The crackhead didn't die after all. Mm, mm, mm. She's still alive. His grandparents speak nothing but shame about him. Uh, Hell, that's because he didn't come over for the wiping. <laughs> I'm a bit confused. <laughs> I'm a bit frustrated because he's on every dating website oh claiming goodness. to be a good, loyal man. Mm-hmm. In addition to licking his lips constantly and nosebleeds. Okay, right there. Come on. Now, what's, what's that what's about? The, yeah. Crackheads is always thirsty because they forget to drink. Mm. See, crackhead always trying to smoke. See, uh-huh. so crack people that's on drugs, a mouth always pasty because they forget to drink because they're always looking for the fix. So they're always licking their lips. They just be dry mouth. And them nosebleeds, What's this is about? bad. This is bad cocaine. Uh. <sighs> this one, you done just... You done snorted the membranes out your head. You ain't even got hair in your nose no more. Mm -hmm. It's just cocaine going straight into the nostril. 
And now you got nosebleeds. Crack make your nosebleeds. How, how do you think she found out? She didn't say. He was sitting up there licking his lips at the dinner table and his nose was bleeding. <laughs> All right, listen. We're going to take He kept saying, drink some water, and he kept going to the bathroom. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 34. 34 minutes after that, we back. We got uh, Miss Ann coming up right after this song. She's here with this hour's headlines. Good morning, Miss Ann. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, everybody out there. This is Ann Tripp with the news. Good morning, Miss Ann. Good morning, Junior. Well, in the wake of National Security Advisor Michael Flynn's resignation yesterday, Democrats in Congress are calling for an independent investigation. They want to know if anybody else in the Trump administration told Flynn to talk to the Russian ambassador by phone about the sanctions leveled against it by the Obama administration and if anyone or any of it was involved in the last election. Meanwhile, House Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi says such a high-profile resignation so early in a new administration indicates to her something else. Clearly, the president exercised very poor judgment in putting in somebody there who couldn't even manage himself. Thank God he is gone. So far, Republican lawmakers have resisted calls for an independent panel to investigate possible Russian interference in the last election. According to a report in the New York Amsterdam News, the Mississippi woman whose claim back in 1955 about 14-year-old Emmett Till, which mm-hmm. led to the youngster's brutal murder, that woman now admits she lied. Carolyn Bryant right. claims that Emmett made that suggestive remark. Remember that? We all knew that story mm-hmm. growing up, that he whistled at her or something like that. Uh-huh. And Bryant's husband and another man kidnapped the child, beat him, shot him to death, tied yeah. his body to a cotton gin, and threw him in the Tallahatchie River. Bryant's husband and the other man acquitted after an all-male, all-white jury said they were innocent. Carolyn Bryant is now 82 years old. She admitted that the brutally murdered child never made any verbal or physical advances toward her. She faced a grand jury a few years back when she said it the first time to determine if she should be charged with manslaughter. However, the panel decided not to. The New York Knicks have now formally lifted the ban against Charles Oakley, but the fan favorite also wants a public apology for the way he was treated. And for Mm -hmm. Jim Dolan claiming that he had a drinking problem, he says he doesn't have a drinking problem. And while MSG officials continue to insist they had every right to pull Oakley out of the garden, there's at least one indication that maybe they thought they didn't do it the right way. DNA Info New York says that the Knicks owner has fired his head of security. So we'll see about that. Music legend Aretha Franklin announcing her retirement from full-time touring. She says she'll still be singing an album and stuff like that. That, but she mm-hmm. just kind of wants to tamp that down. She says she may, may do some appearance at, at select events, but that the road can be, you know, very, very mm-hmm. grueling for people. Yes, it can. And finally, I love grilled cheese. I love grilled cheese. And so do I. <laughs> the cops in Baltimore say that a man opened fire at his home after somebody took a what? bite out of his grilled cheese sandwich, sparking an hour-long standoff what? with police because he barricaded himself inside. Although nobody was struck by the gunfire, police say the unidentified man fired a weapon because he had a a real meltdown (laughs) after either his (laughs) wife or daughter had a taste of his grilled cheese sandwich, which enraged him to the point he pulled out a gun and shot it off in the house. Now that guy faces criminal charges, and if he ends up in the clink, he might get to make all the grilled cheese sandwiches he wants. So it could be a lose-win for him. I love grilled cheese. <laughs> they love it in the joint, I understand. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> what you in for, homie? Grilled cheese. <laughs> grilled cheese. <laughs> Got to have it, huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, thank you, Miss Ann. We'll be back with more. All right. <laughs> Keep it right here. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 48 minutes after the hour. Uh, 
What's happening at 9 o'clock? I forgot. 9 o'clock, I got a story. Oh, you going to do a story? Yes. So 9 o'clock, she going to do a story, y'all. <laughs> oh, that- <laughs> yeah. All this is on the air, Carla. <laughs> Reality radio. <laughs> it's real, real. It's a story about the school principal and his new disciplining style. You got to hear about that. I'm going to give Shirley the info. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> okay, new thread on the Anonymous Whisper app has folks revealing the real reasons they think they're still single. What? The what? Whisper uh, app, baby. Uh, Can you say it, Tommy? I did. The Whisper app. Right there. Track Here we go, guys. A new thread on the Anonymous Whisper app has folks confessing the real reasons they think they're single. And some are by choice, but others are simply heartbreaking. Reasons people are still single include, I'm a selfish lover. I only want love when I feel like it. So that's why I'm single. Wow. Yeah. I've been single because my ex cheated on me and I don't know how to move on. That's a big mm. one. I could see that yeah. one. Here, here's another one. I think I'm single because I intimidate people. I think I inadvertently make them feel insecure. Mm. Mm. Wow. Another one. I figured out why I'm single. It's because I'm perfect wife. I, I'm perfect wife material. And guys my age are scared of commitment. Now what do I do? Mm. That's All tough, right. man. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what do you guys think, Steve? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you know, some of it could be true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but if the, but if what's wrong, if if what you're saying is wrong with you, is because of uh, a, a, a positive, it's gonna be hard to fix that. I intimidate people because I I'm this or I'm stronger. Or I I I, I don't have a relationship because I'm perfect wifey material. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, now right there, if what's wrong with you is a positive, there's no chance of you changing or fixing it. So sometimes when you analyze stuff and you're so perfect in the analysis, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's really the problem. You're something mm. you think you ain't. I'm so beautiful. Mm. People are yeah. intimidated by my beauty. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm the perfect saying. wife. No, I'm you're so not. so gorgeous. Uh-huh. That there are none. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no perfect <laughs> husbands. Hate to break it to you. It's oh, perfection. Yeah. That was perfect, yeah. Mm-hmm. Junior, why are you saying? <laughs> what do you mean why I'm saying? Which one, which one of these Have you uh, talked uh, to me? apply to you? <laughs> <laughs> What you mean? Why? Yeah, still come out my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you mean why? I'm saying I know. Why did you stay single so long, nephew? I was enjoying How'd you it. Getting married. Uh, <laughs> that is the other question. <laughs> I was enjoying it too much. Get out. All right, yeah. we still have time to go to the phones, guys. So let's go. All right. Oh, you got. Let's go to line six and talk to Brian out of Maryland. Uh, Brian? Hey, Steve. Good morning. Hey, man. What's happening? Not much, man. I'm trying to make things like my girl. We had a little altercation. She told me to text her aunt out of her phone. I recommend, I seen the number I didn't recognize. Looked at it. Seeing that it said baby and stuff like that. And I was drinking tonight, not realizing that was my work phone. It, it got just went downhill from there. 
Okay, hold up, dog. A lot of information missing in this story. Yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a long, it's a long story. Okay, I know cool. We don't have a lot of time. Okay, cool. I got that. But let me ask you something. She wants you to take your her aunt's number out your phone. No, 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 no. Her phone. She gave me her phone to text her aunt our new address to come to the house. Okay. So I, in doing that, I seen his number and I clicked on it and I seen baby and stuff like that. But I was drinking that night, Steve, not realizing that this was my work number. Oh, but, oh. I see what he's saying. You, oh, you, it was oh, her talking okay, to you? Yeah. Somebody, somebody help me understand. What he's saying, Steve, is that he, yeah. in her phone, it was his work number in that phone, and she was talking to him saying baby, but he said he was drinking, so he didn't know, he didn't recognize that that was his work number. He didn't number. know his own yeah. baby. Is that what his you're saying? How drunk yeah. was he? Yeah, he <laughs> yeah mess around. Girl. It was his text messages. Oh, so yeah. you done accused your girl? Yeah. yeah. Okay, dog. This don't this seem like an easy fix? It ain't that easy because oh yeah, he, he, he was crossing okay. there. So let drunk. me tell you what you did. You done went way out of bounds when you found this text, huh? Yes. Yeah, you you went you went hard left, and now you can't get back over to the right. Exactly. I tried oh, to I put the blink you. on and everything. Oh, I see. <laughs> with the blink on. Oh, I see. I see what happened. All right, dog, hang on, man. I'll help you out. Quit reading and drinking at the same yeah. time and don't add up. I'm trying to tell you. You can't text, drink, and read. You got to pick one. Which one are you going to do? talking to somebody who drinks. Hey, pick one. What's Speaking Steve? from experience. What's talking Steve? to somebody who drinks. We <laughs> must let him talk text, on this one. drink, and read. You can't do it. It ain't going to come out right. I'm telling you. Stop. Hey, Brian. Ooh, Brian. <laughs> B. Yes. Okay, so let me help you out a little bit, man. Mm. So you read a text, but it was your work number. You thought it was from another guy. Exactly. So you snapped and went off. Yes. Did you do this while you was drunk? No, no, no. I waited, I waited after the party. Okay, so you weren't drunk. Mm, not drunk, no. Okay, mm. so you were in your right mind when you called all these Woo. names. Yes. Okay, now. <sighs> That's even said worse. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so now, what you done done is you done said some stuff to her that's been like pretty vile. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay, Uncle Steve. We know okay. the one word you can't say. Trust, please say he didn't say that one. Oh no, he said it. God, no, he said. It. If he did, if he hadn't said that, we I mean, she was all about. kinds of so and sos when you got through. Is that what you're saying, B? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. See, you 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 messed up, though. Oh. Can he fix it, Steve? Yeah, he can fix it, but it's a crawl back process. Um, you got to shower her. You got to start over. How how long y'all been dating, B? Three years. Yeah, I mean, you got to start over. So this is Valentine's Day. What what what'd you do for for her today? Well, she worked at night, so last night I just left some roses, candles, um, balloons, and a couple gifts on the bed for when she came back. Because I'm not sleeping in the room right now. Oh, God. Hell no, you ain't You told me. You told me. But they still in the same house. Yeah. Well, he can work it out if they're in the same house. 
I, she still loves okay, him. Okay, so but I thought it was a long distance relationship. No, no. That was the call earlier. That was the call before. <laughs> Come on, Brian. Brian. You got to live in the show, Brian. <laughs> Thank you for helping me out, Brian. <laughs> this dude, he is, right, now, he's on point when he's back. sober. I love it. We got a chance to come back. You're in the same house. We got a chance. How long ago did this happen? Less than a week ago. Oh, yeah. You got a chance. But now, let me explain something to you, B. It's going to have to be a constant shower of affection a, an array of apologies one ain't gonna get it mm-hmm. the thought of someone else with the love of my life was too much for me to bear and I thought I was actually losing you to another man that's pretty damn good that's right? good and I <laughs> struck out and I fired off in ways that really ain't me but if you thought you were losing the love of your life, that everything you ever hoped and dreamed of was walking out the door, what would be your reaction? Mm. I'm mm. sorry. Please don't leave me. You're the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. And that's got to be consistent, man. Mm. Yeah. Look at 69. Consistent. 69 is cold, boy. Yeah. <laughs> that's good, that boy, that, Steve. That's that good. Deep, that, uh, that's boy. good. What you just said, that's deep. Ooh, that's that's good, Brian. You There's got one thing he left mm-hmm. off of that, though. I definitely appreciate that. What? Thank what you. Did yeah, man. And more Hang gifts, Brian. More station. gifts. Keep yeah. the gifts coming. <laughs> yeah, you you, you got to show out, B. You yeah. got to start over, man. though. But it, you can get her back, though, dog. Do all this sober. <laughs> man. Don't, don't do that no more. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Genius school principal is making parents go to class with their misbehaving kids. I think I like it. I think I like it. You sit down with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tweens and teens don't always want to comply with the rules, but one middle school in West Virginia, Steve, get that, has come up with a new approach to dealing with bad behavior, and it's really making a difference. Huntington Middle School has started something they're calling reverse suspension, where the parent of the suspended student comes to class and hangs out with their kids. They sit by them, by their side all day long. It's bad for the parent, but even worse, they say, for the student. Wow. <laughs> Especially the bad one. <laughs> Think about it. Kids in middle school are totally and completely embarrassed by their parents anyway. So imagine them coming to class and being next to their misbehaving middle schooler for a whole <laughs> I wish I would have to go down. Okay, (laughs) that would mortify that kid. And and this outside-the-box solution is actually working. I love it. This is according to Principal Frank Barnett. This creative method for addressing nonviolent, nonverbally abusive behavior has helped the school reduce student suspensions by guess this much, two-thirds. Wow. Wow. That's a whole lot. Yeah. I'll tell you what, oh, oh, hmm. listen to me. That's creative. I love it. I'm gonna I'm gonna take off my job down at the coal mine mm-hmm. and come down here sit next to your bony ass. I tell you what, West you had your last couple of molasses at this house right here. <laughs> you you all your sopping's gonna be with just your fingers because no you don't soppings. get no more biscuits. I tell you what, yeah. let me take another day off and come down here. Oh, God. I tell you what, you know what I do to you. 
fuck your ass will be in the back of that tree, you understand? I'll tie your little naked, nary ass to that tree and I'll beat the, I'll beat the flesh off of you. Boy. Uh. I'll beat you down to the dark meat. Uh. That was funny. Tell you what. Can you right. imagine wow. those, Steve? That's crazy. That's really what crazy. But I like, I like it. it. I like it a lot. Yeah. What if your parents had to come down there, Steve? Uh, oh, no. When you were in middle school. <laughs> sit there all day. <laughs> Slick Harvey. Yes. Take come off work. School. Take off yes. work and come yes. down. Oh, yeah. I know I know exactly what I'll do. <laughs> what? Yeah. i commit suicide. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, kill I, me I now. Kill <laughs> <laughs> that bad. It, 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 there, there's no way that could work for me. None. As a matter of fact, I need to stop talking to y'all for a few minutes because I got to go get myself together. <laughs> the thoughts scared you. <laughs> All right, we got to go to the phones. Uh, people still want to ask Steve questions about love. So let's go. I heat a little, Doc. Well, it's not going to be you. Do. We know that. <laughs> To the phones we go. I'm here. Uh, all right, let's go to line three. Maurice out of Florida. Man, I love this dude's name. Mm-hmm. Maurice. I, I used to be one of my favorites. Maurice. Come on. Mo. Yes. What's going on, man? Yeah. What, what? Talk to me. Hey, morning, Mr. Harvey. How you doing, man? I'm good, Hold Maurice. On. What's happening? Mr. Harvey, I got a story for you, man. It's, it's, it's a touching story, man. I've been married for, I've known this lady for 15 years, and I've been married to her for 14 years. And she's my first, and she's my only one. And uh, her name is LaShawn. And, um, her name is what? LaShawn. Okay. And, and um, see, um, about six years ago, man, I was on my deathbed. And um, I was out here working, and um, my body cramped up on me, and I had to get rushed to the emergency room, man. And um, the doctors came in and told me, they said, man, um, you need to be alive. I said, why you say that? He said, man, your muscles shut down for your kidneys did, man. If your kidneys would have shut down for your muscles, man, you wouldn't be right here talking and everything. See, I got a sister-in-law. She's my wife's sister. And um, she came in and she told me, it was in, the, it was in, the, um, in my hospital room by myself and everything was talking. And she told me, she said, man, she said, I don't know what it's about you. But my sister loved the hell out of you. And since then, Steve, I just, I just, I just see myself with this woman forever and forever and forever and forever and forever. Because no matter if I do wrong, Steve, she's right there to, to put me back in place to let me know that I still love you, still want to be with you. All right, Maurice. And so what's wrong, though? What's wrong, Steve? Yeah, you done messed up too many see, times. See, see, if loving you is wrong, then I don't want to be right. That's all I got to say, man. That's all I got to say, man. Yeah, uh, this, you know, uh, Maurice, uh, is she, is she, is she, have you caused her to distrust you because of your truck driving job? At times, yeah, Steve. See, then mo- that, have, that, yeah. that, that, Maurice, that go your problem. See, the woman come to you on your deathbed. The lady tells you this news. You love her, you love her, you love her, but you keep giving her reasons to distrust you, but you want her to stay with you. Now, dog, at one point in time, 
we have got to learn that women are not stupid and that if if what we want is what we want that's really real, then we got to get that one and buckle it on down. Now, it's a lot easier for me to say now because I've been in a great marriage for 10 years. But now, I ain't always been this way. But you got the right one. See, I wasn't with the right one. You, If you with the right one, you got to shut it down. That's the only thing I got for you, man. You got to shut it down. You already know this the one. Once your muscles shut down here, you should have shut everything. Tommy, <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, you be quiet, man, because I'm mad at you, man. You haven't come out to Jacksonville yet. And I haven't, and um, I need to know how oatmeal are doing, man, because I haven't heard oatmeal in a long time. I'm mad at you about this. Yeah. Uh, so, hell, Tommy, you shut up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I quiet. Know. All right, man. Are we, so, are look we here. Concerned about yeah. Maurice, if you don't shut it down, you're going to lose this girl, man. See, I'm here to tell you right now, man, from another brother to another brother, Steve, I respect you as a man. I respect you for telling me that. And Mr. Steve Harvest, I want you to know, man, like Bishop Edelon said, when they when they um when he had the allegations against him, he said he had five stones that he didn't throw yet. Steve, man, I don't know how many stones you have, but bro, you haven't thrown one yet. Hmm. And I want to tell you for standing up, man. I appreciate you and I love you from the bottom of my heart, man. From one brother to another, and I thank you, man. I really and honestly thank you. Appreciate you, black man. I do. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you, soldier. Thank you for saying that. I get it. Yeah. I know where you're coming from. Thank you, man. Shut it down, Maurice. I already know. Hey, look at you. What? Hey, now, stay in there with your with your girl. Now, do what you're supposed to do. Get your, get your ass to work in that truck and bring your ass back home. I already. All right. Love, love her like you love Steve. Do that. I already. Maurice, you asshole. <laughs> Come on, Maurice. Come on, Will. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up next, Pastor Motown, Deacon Def Jam are here. Yes, we are here. Okay, what took yeah. you so long? I get, get, Pay attention, Deacon. I have to get my Deacon suit on. You act I'm like sorry. Tommy. <laughs> You act like Please Tommy. don't put me in that category. <laughs> you got to get dressed for the segment. Yes. Uh, it's on the radio. It's method. I'm sorry. It is method. I am Deacon Def Jam. And, and we got to get your problem right Come here. on here, Pastor. Today's sermon is... Take anything but that. What would you lose that you don't care to use? I don't care nothing about these elbows. You can take. I, I, I like your. What was the sermon you suggested, Deacon? Take anything but that. Lord, Lord, take anything but that. That's right. That's right. Ms. Ain delivered the news today. Yes, she did. About a 64-year-old man uh-huh. who had went in for an operation to get a vasectomy. Uh-huh. But something happened in there, and they took off all of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They didn't cut the line. Mm-mm. They cut the pipe. Yeah. <laughs> Chopped it. Shut it off. Now he done lost a lawsuit. Yes, he had. What 
would you rather lose? Pastor, I tell you what, I'd rather, you can take both my eyes and take my sight other than take that. I'd rather be blind. You can chop my ankles off. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I ain't got to even walk down to the liquor store no more. <laughs> you can take really my whole spinal oh. cord. <laughs> just take what? my back. Take my back. I you would just back. be laying up there just like jelly. Yeah, but I, but, but I got what I need, though. <laughs> you back, can though. take my whole booty off <laughs> and all in a working part. That's right. But I ain't ever got part. to sit down and enjoy myself on the toilet no more. That's right. Oh. That's right. But please, you can take whatever my... you do, don't cut that. Don't cut that. You can take my brain. I could be a vegetable. <laughs> but at least I got that. Well, wow. you already, you ain't got to worry about that. Yeah. That really ain't much of a That's not a big there. problem. Stick with Pastor. the sermon. Stick with the sermon. <laughs> He's going on. Well, I'm sorry. On I just script. got a little personalized. Sure. Uh, uh, uh. You cut my stomach out. That's right. That's I ain't right. got to eat another drop. What? Yeah. Take my, Lord, my liver and pancreas. What? Uh -huh. And my kidney. Take all that. <laughs> take all that. But leave what I need. Your organs, though. Take your Yeah, organs. take my esophagus. <laughs> I ain't got to swallow nothing. <laughs> you can take my deacon. Ooh, you scared me. Ooh. Oh, you scared me. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, <sighs> yeah, uh, when we come back at 34 minutes after the hour, we will have uh, uh, some back-to-back -back jams. <laughs> he finally showed up. <laughs> yes, I don't know exactly what the jams is going to be, but they back-to-back. -back. Get out of here, Dick. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, we back. Let's get to these back-to-back -back jams. Let's go. Uh, hey, y'all. Hey, 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 hey. Coming up, we got just time for one more thing. We'll tell you about <laughs> it after the break. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, we back. Uh, after this song, we got time for one more thing. Shirley got a story. Mm -hmm. Cool. All right, here we go. Just one more thing, Steve. Playboy is bringing nudity back. Yeah. Ah, I didn't I didn't know when it did left. It I, didn't I, know. I didn't know. Okay. Yeah, one year ago it left. Uh the magazine banned naughty bits from its pages, but today Banned naughty what? Bits, 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 bits. Oh. You need to, you, you need to, you, you need to enunciate. You lost your damn mind. Naughty bits. What did you guys think of the set? You better enunciate. Yeah, come on now. You know, you know we thought you did. It wasn't clear. Yeah. Yeah. The B is the B. Come on. The B Steve looked around the room. Naughty bits. All right. Naughty bits from his pages, but today... Uh, in a statement, Cooper Heffner said, uh, I'll be the first to admit that the way in which the magazine portrayed nudity was dated, but removing it entirely was a mistake. <laughs> nudity was never the problem because nudity isn't a problem. Thank you. Today, we're taking our identity back and reclaiming who we are. Okay. Get naked. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the nudity returns with Playboy's March April issue. A new stands February 28th. And guess who in it? Who? Who? Yeah, I'm going to go on down there. <laughs> no, you're not. Oh, boy, no, you're get not. out of here. <laughs> 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 oh, no, you're not, buddy. <laughs> what? I'm, I'm about you you're and Junior magazine. Have they called you? 
<laughs> no, I'm going to just go down there and do just, the shoot. Just show up. <laughs> it can't be bad you showed up. <laughs> it's Steve Harvey. You, Steve. <laughs> hey, what's going been on, on the cover. Uh, Is that Steve? <laughs> and he's been on the cover of a lot of magazines. You tripping now. <laughs> you going to be on that cover? On full spread. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Now he naked on the cover of Playboy. Playboy. What are you going to do next? Oh. <laughs> represent this family well. With an earth, wind, and fire cape on. Yeah. <laughs> on the wings of love. <laughs> but doing a Jeffrey Osborne song. <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay, let's be who we are. All right? Mm-hmm. Okay. How are you a naked magazine with no naked? Keep right. your naked. <laughs> be proud of your naked. Mm-hmm. Love your naked. Mm-hmm. Embrace your naked. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. You're a little... I was naked last night. Was y'all naked last night? I was. Okay, all right, let's be real now. I was. Anybody else? Oh, I'm well, the only one. What did you so it was just me and Carl. <laughs> Yeah, just you Jump on, on in here. It's three more people on this show. <laughs> Man, so, Tommy, we the only two. Man, please. What, is, what did you Certainly. do? What you mean, what we do? What everybody else did last night? Oh, you okay. want specifics? Oh, man, Tommy, all right, man. I was naked last night, too. <laughs> I got in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> that was about it, Junior. <laughs> that was it. Well, Juniors, you know they call Valentine's Day, um, if you're single, sad day. It's sad. It's Single Awareness Day. Oh, Yesterday. Uh, I didn't make it negative like that. Yeah. Well, I know. Steve, were you naked last night? What? Hell yeah. <laughs> naked every night. Yeah. I come in here with a gift like this. Everybody in the house getting it. <laughs> <laughs> you did go dog on things, Everybody? Yeah, we're nobody here, though, so. Oh, okay. That was oh, okay. everybody. Oh, Boy, Steve, I got to tell you, you outdid yourself. We saw the gift. You outdid yourself. Boy, made me proud. I didn't see it, but I heard about it. You are so romantic, Steve. You go, boy. And you worked it out to be there because you didn't even know it was Valentine's Day yesterday. That's A. And then, two, you didn't know how you were going to make it because you had to go to L.A. You were in the Cayman Islands. You had to go to Chicago. You worked it out. Worked it out. Amazing. Oh, he know how to get around the world. Amazing. <laughs> what, are you, what are you trying to say, nephew? What? Done said it. <laughs> what are you what saying? Do you mean? What, do what you y'all mean? thought? He was out there lined up in front of Southwest? <laughs> <laughs> That's what y'all thought? <laughs> he he, you know how long it's been since he had peanuts and Coca-Cola? <laughs> <laughs> you know, they ain't out there passing nothing out like that. I him. just had something this morning, Tommy. <laughs> I had coffee and peanuts like. for breakfast. <laughs> 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 no, it was delicious. <laughs> I think somebody on this show is trying to avoid the question. Last person, Miss Strawberry. Strawberry. Mm-hmm. Were you naked last night? Yes. Okay. Ah! <laughs> Better have been. All right, then, Nesto. <laughs> How was dinner? The reservations were wonderful that I made. <laughs> <laughs> the chef outdid himself. That's, that's how you cook, huh? That's what turned Nesto on. That chef, he came through with that plate. Ooh, he get it, Shirley. <laughs> Junior, what do you say? What do you say, Junior? So that chef come out that back with that plate. Well, girl, you doing it now. Wait till we get home. 
Well, I'm glad everyone had a great Valentine's Day and yeah. night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Beautiful yep. flowers. Yep. Thanks to 1-800-Flowers. 1-800-Flowers. Yep. yep. Thank you. I'm thank posting you. my flowers mm-hmm. on Instagram. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Flowers. I'm just thinking about Steve, though. Hmm. What are you going to do to top this year? <laughs> this what? gift. Because you oh, really. I ain't got to top it. Woo. Yeah. What you got to do? But no, I will say you something. were looking crazy. <laughs> just you... do something else. You were looking crazy. I wish you drank liquor. <laughs> you were looking crazy when you got the gift. Cold ass bottle of scotch. <laughs> High ass bottle of scotch don't cost that much. <laughs> oh boy! All right, well, take us home. Well, y'all have a nice life, cause I sure will. Y'all have a good weekend, cause I'm planning on it. Y'all be in peace. See you tomorrow. Yeah. 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 For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Psst, there's a shortcut to platinum status at Shell to saving 10 cents per gallon on every fill every day. Just fill up six times with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline, and it's yours. Plus, you'll rejuvenate your engine. Get ready to level up performance, rewards, and savings. With continuous use in gasoline direct injection engine fuel injectors, Platinum Status is earned with 12 fill-ups over three months, 10-gallon minimum per fill-up at participating Shell locations. Terms apply. Visit fuelrewards.com status. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, hosted by MC8 and Big Steel. It's every Thursday, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. 
We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.